There is so much unpredictability in today's financial world. To successfully retire in that environment, it's so important to get on track and stay there. And that's why Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management bring you the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast. And joining them today to help keep you on the right path, here's Peter St. James. We talked on previous shows about how 2022 was a brutal year for investors and 2023 going to be challenging. So let's talk how to manage market volatility. Great question. Yeah, Great that's question. That's what everybody wants. Even if they don't know the questions to ask, they know they want to know how to manage what they have. Correct. And, and let's face it, we're in the middle of it right now. Uh, you know, and, and the best answer is to plan early and plan, plan often. Uh, one of the things you want to be looking at is understanding if you're in retirement and you're actually drawing down on retirement accounts, mm-hmm. you wanna look at what those withdrawal rates are that you're taking out of your accounts. So in other words, if you have a million dollars and you're doing a 3% withdrawal, okay. that 3% is what you're living off of a year, mm-hmm. You know that's manageable. Once you go above three, then you're starting to wade into um, dangerous waters because Let's look at it this way. If the market's down 10% and you're taking out five, you're now down 25% for the year. That's a hard nut to come back to recover from. So you want to understand your withdrawal rates and whether you're using safe withdrawal rates in retirement. You want to have alternative income sources. We've talked about this many times. It's a, you know, it's a great time to use mm-hmm. a Roth as an income source right now if you needed it. If you're trying to, you know, if you're pushed into higher tax brackets, whatever the reason may be, mm-hmm. or you know, have you created different strategies, um, financial strategies that are available out there that create income that are not affected by the markets? So there's a lot of financial institution uh, instruments out there and strategies that you can actually use and withdraw money from that are not taking the hits that maybe your money in the market's doing. So you want to know what those strategies are. Could we, would we be talking about annuities? Oh, yeah. Well, that's okay. one of the – yeah, absolutely. Okay. Right. Um, you know, and, and for what it's worth, you know, there's always a this cloud over that word, and I think the cloud there is specifically because, number one, most people don't understand them. Number two, they can be complicated. And number three, there's many different types of annuities. You have fixed, variable. Sure. You have MIGAs, uh, you have SPIAs. There's all different types. You want to understand, first of all, if you're getting into that planning part, you're going to use one of these as a planning strategy in your retirement, which one you're actually using and how it works and how it benefits you. Well, I think much of the negativity surrounding annuities is lack of education. It's total lack of education. And what it is, it's based on hearsay at the water cooler, number one. And number two... It's based on things that had happened to people 20 years ago. What you have to realize is these products have changed. They've been around for a long time. And I'm going to tell you, you're not going to put all your eggs in one basket. These types of financial strategies will only be part of your planning process if you even want to use them. Okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just going to add that I think a lot of it is is misperception. Because if I ask somebody who has a going to collect Social Security at age 67, their full retirement. I said, do you like that Social Security? I check you're going to get every month. Like, well, yeah, it's, I put into this. I want to get my money back, and I know I'm going to get that forever. I'm like, well, that's a good thing, right? Said, yeah, it's a good thing, Sean. Yeah. I said, oh, you also have a pension. You worked for the state for, for 30 years. You're not going to get a defined benefit. plan. You're going to get a check from your pension every month when you retire. They say, I know. Isn't that great? I said, that's a wonderful thing, right? So they like that. Well, what's an annuity? 
or what's a pension to Social Security? It's a type of annuity, right? right? So people have, for some reason, this misperception that they're, um, many people do, that they're these bad instruments and they're harmful and they're high fees and, you know, some of them do, some of them don't. They serve different things. But if you're using it for income, it's pretty much just like your pension and, or your Social Security. And here's the big difference, Peter. Yep. Okay. You create a pension on your own with an annuity. If you die, guess what? That money can go to your beneficiaries, meaning your kids. Um, Social Security is not going to your kids. That's right. And you paid into that this whole time. Yep. And guess what? Your pension's not going to your kids. It may go to your spouse, but it's not going to your kids. And that's one of the key advantages is to create, if you're trying to create also a succession plan and you, you, you put a retirement plan together and you say, hey, you know, I want to create predictable income. Sure. How do you do that? Well, looking at an annuity is one of the ways you do it. It's not the answer for everybody, but I will say this, educate yourself on them, what's out there, because they've been around for a long time and it's not because they're bad. If they were so bad, the federal government would have eliminated them. And they've been around, I guess, since what, the Roman Empire? Oh, potentially a thousand years. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they, but, but again, yeah. it's just a potential income source. Correct. To look at. Yeah, That's correct. all. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yep. So you want to make sure you, you, you understand the income source. Some other things, just while we're on that topic. I think folks that have rental income, they've got rental properties. I yeah. think that's a great source of income. Absolutely. Right? That is predictable. There's some carry costs to it, but that's nice income coming in. Um, sometimes people go and they don't want to, or maybe they do, they get a part-time job. You know, if you can, if you can either go back and get a part-time job or have one, now you can lean on that income to pay some of the bills versus right. taking money out of your savings, which during volatile times like we have now are at low levels. Makes makes sense. Right. Now, speaking of savings, I know you always want me to have cash on hand. Is there is there a magic formula about how much cash I should have on hand? There's a rule of thumb in the financial industry: okay. three to six months. I'm a little more play the devil's advocate. <clears throat> I prefer to see six to 12, more on the 12 month side. Mm -hmm. You just, especially with, as Sean hit on, the amount of layoffs that we're going to be facing coming soon, you know, you better have a year's worth of savings so that you're not dipping into your retirement. And that's where, really, when you're managing market volatility, understanding that cash is king and have a nice cushion there is so important. Right, and, and we've got clients, Steve, that, that, that are still raising families. Absolutely. Right? They still have children. So there's there are third parties involved uh, with this that could be negatively impacted by a loss of jobs. So if you're raising yep. a family and you have kids, I really like to see that upper end, that 12-month, um, because yeah. you, you know, you've got to feed these, these children. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I'm not making money on that 6 to 12 yeah, months you, worth you, of— You're making a little bit now. I mean, you can go to a uh, money market account at uh, Capital One 360 is paying 32 Okay. I mean, there's things out there now. You got to do a little starting research. Starting to come up. Yeah, it's yeah, starting to yeah. come up with the, um, you know, the interest rate hikes. Okay. Um, the They'll other thing, fluctuate. You go to go to go yeah. on to uh, on on uh, online and do a search for high yield uh, savings accounts. Yep. And there's a bunch of different sites that'll give you, you know, four or five, maybe even ten different banks offering these these high rates. Okay. So the other thing we want to do is you want to have a solid foundation that, that anticipates the market's ups, ups and downs, mm. okay? Yep. Because um, it's going to happen. Um, you know, get out of what we're in right now. What we're in is, you know, a correction of the markets after a 14-year bull run. Yep. Okay? I've hit on this on previous programs. Since the Great Depression, 
the average number of months that we've been in a recession was 14 months on average. Every that's the mm-hmm. average of every the duration. recession. The, yep, yeah, the it, that's the duration, and the longest was 22 months. So understanding, look at. I know volatility hurts. It's your money. It becomes emotional. It hurts. You have to keep in check that this is a short-term thing, okay? It's not going to be forever, and it's short-lived. And understanding that and putting the proper plan together that says, you know, when times like this come into play, I don't need to touch that money. I'm okay, okay? But if you're going to need to touch it, that's where Sean and I also will sit down and say, okay, well, maybe we need to reposition that asset over here if if that happens so that... You know, we're not affecting such, you know, drawdowns in a market downturn. And, and you've talked, uh, Sean, in the past about dollar cost averaging. Right. That's one of your big things. It is. So if you're if you're in your saving mode, this real this has to do with folks that aren't retired. Right. Uh, if you are if you are still working, if you're still putting money aside, um, market volatility can be your friend. All right. Especially if you're young. Um, if you are thirty years old. 35, even 40, and you're putting $10,000 a year uh, into your retirement savings, when you have dips in the market, like we see today, where the S&P 500 is off 20% last year, you're now, you think it's going to stay there forever? No, it's going to go up in the future. Now you're buying at a discount, if you will. Things are on sale, uh, if you will. So keep putting that money in. You're now buying at a lower level. And when you've got, you know, 30 years ahead of you, um, it can it can be great. Now, if you're retired, you don't have that opportunity, and that's when we get into this preservation phase, uh, mm. which we talk about a lot. You know, make sure we can preserve your money; it's protected. Make sure there's income sources. It's a it's a different game. The the saving part when you're in your 30s and 40s is it's not that hard. Uh, put your money aside yeah, yeah. And, go, and, go, go. and keep at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But everything changes when you get close to retirement. And you know, it's easy when you're younger because. You know, if you're good at your job, you're going to get these increases sure. in your pay. And, you know, let's just say they give you a 2% increase. Just at that point in time, say, you know what? I'm going to deviate 1% into my 401k. I'm going to increase my 401k by 1%. 1% and I'll take the other 1% to me in yep. my paycheck to help with, you know, building up a cushion in my savings account. Right? Yep. And so um, the Secure Act 2.0 was just signed, um, and th- they made a change to how much you can contribute to your 401k. So right now, if you're under age 50, you can put in, this is not your employer match, this is your contribution, $20,500 a year in, wow. which is a good chunk of change. Wow. Now, if you're over 50, you can do what they call a catch-up contribution, which would bring your total contribution to $30,000. And that got bumped. That used to be, what, 27? 26 25 or something like wow. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So all the numbers have increased on, uh, on contributions into the retirement plans that are available from your employers or whether you're self-employed, you're doing a SEP or a SIMPLE, all those numbers will change too, right, Sean? That's correct. Everything, everything was increased uh, with, the, with the passage of, uh, of 2.0, um, and we'll, we'll probably see some increases again, Yeah, especially with inflation the way it is. You we're going to have to see right. changes to that. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes a lot of sense. Now, let me ask a silly question. I, I think it's a silly question, but... Um, Cost of living increase for Social Security benefits, uh, beneficiaries, this month, uh, January, going to be uh, the highest it's ever been, right? Yeah, high eights, eight point eight point seven, eight, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Right? And it, it represents, it was, depending on how much you get, it's a significant bunch of money. 
Well, I'm sure they're also increasing Part B, so there'll be an offset there because they normally do that. I'm just, I, my, my point was just, should if they don't need the money, should they take that money, that COLA, and just put it aside? Yeah, build a, build a cash. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And remember, you know, Sean and I have talked a lot about taxes and, you know, the tax brackets. You know, these raises in Social Security, these are unfunded liabilities that we have. Yep. And so you're also going to probably see eventually down the road an increase in what you're taxed on in your paycheck to go for FICA and all those. Th- th- you're going to see increases there, right? Well, what's interesting about this this raise in, in Social Security is you're going to get a top-line 8.7% raise. Social Security is taxable at certain uh, income levels, and most people are hitting those those levels. Those stayed the same. The government didn't increase those, those levels. Those right. levels, <laughs> right? So now you're more of your Social Security benefit is being taxed. Yeah, they're, they're so. not. Yeah, huh. you want to understand all the potential impacts of all the different components to a retirement plan, and when you're managing market volatility, that's a key component because it's going to happen, and it's going to happen. Whether you're not retired right now and you go to retire three or four years from now, you may have a good run for seven or eight years, which will work well to your advantage. But then you're going to run into another correction that's going to happen in the markets. It always does. You want to be prepared for that. and You want to make sure that it doesn't deviate from the lifestyle you've created for yourself while in retirement and that you're not going to run out of money. You've been listening to the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast, presented by Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite apps. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Davis Wealth Management and guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered.